Good morning, Macomb, and wherever else you may be listening. Uh, this is another edition of AN88 on 88.3 The Dog. We have a special two-hour edition today. Uh, sorry to surprise you because we didn't make a post yesterday, but uh, I'm here with Austin Gillentine. I'm Andrew Stevens, and we have a special guest for very, this show. Very special guest. He is a senior broadcasting major at West Illinois University. He has multiple shows here on 88.3 The Dog, and he's a sports director for WIU-TV News 3. Welcome, Michael Dion. Thank you very much, good sir, and I can add you to the list of my radio polygamy now. <laughs> I have hosted shows with just about everybody else that you can on this station, and I will now add you to the list. So welcome, and don't get a radio STI. <laughs> We're going to start off with some moments of the week. We're going to start off with my boys, the Niners, scoring a game-winning touchdown against the Arizona Cardinals. Garoppolo's throw is caught by Jeff Wilson. He's going to score a touchdown for the 49ers. That was lit. I think this play kind of gets overshadowed by that defensive touchdown on the next drive. Dude. That was a that was a backdoor cover, like if I've ever seen one. That was a bad beat if I ever seen one. That was oh my bad God. bad beat of the century. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's ridiculous. You want to take this next one? What's Andrew? our next one? Game winning field goal. Okay, I just want to make sure we're going in the right yeah, order yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> we have a former Leatherneck making a game winning field goal for Cincinnati. This a thirty seven yarder. Snap, good. Kick is up. Kick is good. And Cincinnati walks off again. We got a former neck doing big things with Cincinnati. They're what 16th in the nation now. 15th. So that's where the good kicker went. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, that's his second game-winning field goal in the last three weeks. Fun fact. Maybe the Bears could pick him up in the draft. <laughs> <laughs> Probably be better one than what they have now. And then our final play, we have again Lamar Jackson doing Lamar Jackson things. They're not. They're not Michael Vick things or Russell Wilson things anymore. It's Lamar Jackson things, scrambling for 39 yards against the Houston Texans. Uh-oh. That fake off the stutter step. Lamar Jackson. Jackson still going. Oh. Lamarkable. He's just so fun to watch. Did he say Lamarkable? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I That's mean, good. honestly, we should have had his spin touchdown from last week as one yeah. of our moments. We just had you so know many. That, you know that call from Kevin Harlan's going to be in every <laughs> highlight reel of Lamar Jackson ever now. Oh, oh yeah. he broke his ankles! Yeah, that, he, like, <laughs> like ripped that defender, whoever yeah. that was. Yeah. Is Kevin Harlan the best radio guy there is? Yes. Because I think so. Have you seen his calls of when the cats were on the field? Yeah. Oh, my Those God. Those are the best. Awesome. <laughs> or what about when the fan was on the field? Just the random crap he does is great. <laughs> Oh, yeah. when, that, when that guy ran on the field, he was like, he's at the 20. Yeah. He's reversing field. <laughs> oh, they take him down. <laughs> Who's the best TV guy? I uh, like Al Michaels. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not so much Collinsworth, but. Collinsworth. Now, here's okay. a guy. Yeah, you can get rid of Collinsworth. But, yeah, I'm. As uh, long as Al's we can all agree I, really, that I like Joe Mike Tirico, too. You know yeah. what? Joe Buck isn't bad at baseball. No, and he should stick to baseball. Let's be honest. He's not if Joe Buck would stay baseball, we're fine. I think it's just the fact that Buck is paired with Aikman, and it's just like a really annoying, <laughs> <laughs> really annoying pair to watch. Well, then the yeah. question must be asked: Is Troy bad? Yes. If he's calling a Packers game, who said that? What? I've, somebody said that the other day. I forgot who, but they were like, 
Yeah, he's good if he's not calling a Packers game. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't think Troy's that bad, but you know. Anyway, we're moving on. <laughs> yeah. To anyway, A and A Q and A. Um, what are your thoughts on the Colin Kaepernick situation from Saturday? Anyone want to take it first? Yeah, I mean, it, <sighs> is he having to work out in front of an NFL stout, scouts? Is that a good thing? Yeah. Is, should he be employed when you see some of the bums that are running around? Like Jeff Driscoll is running around throwing passes. <laughs> I think Colin Kaepernick <laughs> can get a job with somebody. Um, and then also you have, you know, Chase Daniel or Bears fans on Reddit being like, I want I want Tyler Bray. Let's bring him off to practice squad. No, stupid. I want the Bears to sign Trub- uh, Trubisky. You want him to sign Trubisky? <laughs> no, I don't. I want them to cut Trubisky. No. I want them to sign Kaepernick and look at Mitch and go, dude, we're done coddling you. Now shut up and play football, or this guy who's really angry that he hasn't been playing football for like three years is going to play football instead of you. Well, here's the thing. I think for competition. Now, do I think he made a spectacle out of himself yeah. again at the yeah. afterwards? Yeah. Yeah. He. I think afterwards. I'm not really a shut up and play kind of person, but at the end of that, to kind of like call it all out and like re-air all of it again, I think was kind of non-productive because I think he could have just said, like, has he been blackballed? Absolutely. But could he have just said? Thank you guys for coming. I hope I get a contract. And this been a complete positive for him. Yeah. I think, like, for his job prospects, him, excuse me, him handling it differently would have gone so much better I don't think him him changing the venue helped either because the NFL wanted him to sign that waiver saying he wouldn't sue them anymore. Yeah. Well, and I he think- did, and he did, he said no and changed where the workout was going to be at. Plus, because the NFL wasn't going to allow media into the workout, and he wanted everyone to see it. Well, I think he just did that because he didn't want the NFL controlling the whole thing. Yeah, that's good. I like that yeah. part of it. I but li- I think that ruined his his prospects because not not as many teams showed up to the right. to the other workout. It, it was a real last minute thing. If Kareem Hunt can kick his girlfriend and still keep his job, then I don't think moving a camp location is going to uh, hurt somebody. Okay, so then I'll just wrap this up with just one question. Does he play in the NFL again? No. I don't think so. I hope so. I don't think so. Just, well, I agree with Andrew. Look it's at how many happen. look at how many injuries there have been this season. Someone has to give him a no chance. No one's going to sign him because it's just going to be a media circus. But it's been that way for three years. Yeah. It's it would have like, gotten done. It's like the window is gone for him, unfortunately. And now you're at the point where he's – is he 32? Yeah, he's 32. Yeah, he's 32. Now and your thing is, okay, well, here's a scrambler quarterback that's 32 years old. So you can just hide behind that. By then you really got to change your you know, your play style. Unless but he was never that bad in the pocket. The thing well, is, though, he doesn't have any miles on him, though. Right. And he's still got a, like, and also, a strong People arm. like to say, oh, look at his stats from his last two seasons in San Francisco – that offensive line was worse than the league both those years. Yeah. So you you can't say that was all, like, on him because he had – I mean, you know, you, yeah. <laughs> you're a fan. Yeah. They have the worst offensive line. They had probably no receivers except for Crabtree. Would and, you have Joe Staley and four traffic cones? Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> but, yeah, I – Joe Staley's getting up there. He's probably done. I yeah. think the NFL just wanted to set this up as a we owe you – yeah. Here's your workout. And then now that he changed the location, the NFL can spin the narrative in the way that, oh, you didn't take advantage of this situation that we gave you, so we're done with you. I guess we'll have to find out if he goes anywhere. I don't know if he will. 
probably leaning towards no. I don't think he will. Because uh, I don't think he wants to be a backup either. No. We're, we're going to talk about two two mobile quarterbacks since we're on the topic of it. We had a Facebook poll. Who do you think will win MVP? We had Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson. Very comparable stats. Uh, but everyone said Lamar I'm Jackson. I'm shocked by the, like, 80-20, right, in Lamar Jackson's favor. Okay, let me explain to you why, why Lamar Jackson is winning MVP and this isn't close. Because the pass, the passing numbers, yes, Wilson does have better numbers. An extra touchdown, three less picks, and 500 extra passing yards. However, Lamar Jackson is going to break 1,000 yards as a quarterback. Most running backs don't do that. That is automatic MVP, punch the button. If you don't <laughs> completely suck at the quarterback position and just want to wildcat all the time, congratulations. You're a 3,000-yard passer or 1,000-yard dresser. Here is your trophy. Take it home. Shine it up. Now go to the playoffs and probably lose, but whatever. <laughs> but here, yeah, here's your trophy, sir. I, mean, I totally agree with I that. I see it because he's the dual threat guy. I mean, when's the last time I a quarterback rushed for 1,000? Was it Vic or was it Cam? No one's ever done it. I think Vic did it once. No, Michael Vick did he? has to have done it. No, I thought I saw a stat I on Reddit s- that said it. no one had ever done that. I think Vic did once. He had like 1,004 or something. But, but yeah, I think Russell Wilson is up there, but just because of the wow factor of Lamar Jackson and just what he's been doing on the field. Oh, yeah, he had yeah, 1,039. Only, only ever quarterback to do it was 06 well, I think Vic. Lamar's going to do it. He's their leading rusher. He has more yards than Ingram, I think. Yeah. Dude, he'll break the record. He'll break Vic's record. So he's going to end up with probably 4,500 total yards. Yeah. Because he's already at, what, over 3,000, six games to go. Yeah. So. I mean, that's just I I know. I voted for Russell Wilson just because. Yeah, he's on pace for 1,260 rushing yards. Um, MVP, please. He'll everyone, be in the top 10 in rushing yards. Everyone talks about Lamar running, but everyone forgets that he's actually made work on his pocket work. Like, he can throw the ball in the pocket and like, also, when he needs to. And also, he doesn't have to throw the ball 40 times. Right. He's throwing it, like, what, 18, 21. Yeah. Because he can run it, too. And, and their run game. They even like, bring in RG3. You see that? Heisman oh, package. What was that the Heisman yeah. package, yeah. <laughs> like they're having fun. And I think I think their whole offense benefits from the dual threat of Lamar cuz then you have the uh, the defense running simple simple schemes cuz they're going to try and defend both the the normal run, the pass and then Lamar running. So it's like you're trying to contend with and it, three different things at once. It's a huge difference from last year because last year they just thought, okay, he's going to run. He wasn't as good of a passer as right. he is this year. Like you see some of his passes that go like fifty yards, and he just well. Do you see the way he's like changing his arm angles too, yeah. like in the pocket and changing like up? his throwing motion is one of the nicest looking ones I've like I've seen this year. Like there was two passes on Sunday that one that first touchdown where he stepped up in the pocket, he changed his angle and threw it like at like a sidearm almost to like get it in there. Per- like he's doing all the things that you need to do to really improve as a pocket passer. I don't know. I agree with Lamar for MVP. I don't know. Russell just, Wilson's good though, but there's you know there's another quarterback who's basically two Q and A's on this list. <laughs> but so, you know it's like, like you look at the Lamar Jackson thing and and as a Bears fan you go, well this is what we were supposed to do. But they wouldn't utilize him, I don't think. Well, no, but They'd that's make what him I'm pass saying. Fifty times and yeah, you, but that's what I'm saying. This is what Mitch is supposed to be. But was Mitch ever that? 
mobile. He's not as fast as Lamar, but he's absolutely. That's the thing. People don't realize that Mitchell Trubisky is a mobile quarterback yeah. because they don't use his legs. And they we act saw like it they don't in his exist. first two years. He ran the ball. Yep. You remember that play against the Patriots where he went like 50 yards oh, on, yeah. on a 10-yard rushing touchdown? Mitch the, is at his best when you give him his feet, when you let him scramble and escape out of the pocket, but they don't do that. I just think ever since he got hurt last year, he's been too scared to run. That's too That's my to thoughts him. on it. But, yeah. I uh, think the Bears Lamar, would be doing better if they drafted Josh Allen. <laughs> I'll take him. <laughs> Doesn't he have the lowest quarterback rating in the league? I'll take, I'll he take Josh most, Rosen, too. He, he is, he's, like, in the top five, though, in the league for rushing touchdowns. More yeah, but six I want to put nine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or whatever. But did you see the thing about Lamar where the Ravens like didn't make it like public that they were interested in him? In yeah, because they didn't want anyone to take. That's him. a steal. They got him at what thirty-two. Yeah. Well, Patriots here's the thing. Had him. I don't Other teams were asking him to work but... out as a running back or a wide receiver. Yep. Like, yeah, remember everyone was screaming for him to be a receiver. Yeah, that's what I never got with him with Jackson coming out of the draft. Draft is everybody's like, oh, he's not going to be a good quarterback. He's going to be a running back or a wide and I'm going, do, do you not look at his numbers or watch him play? What are you, what are you experts doing? I watched this video the other day uh, from Dan Patrick about Chris Sims' 2018 uh, quarterback rankings going in the draft. He had Lamar Jackson as number one. And it's, he yep. is number one. And He's ev- better than Baker. And everyone, everyone gave him flack for that, mm-hmm. for saying that he was number one. God? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> On to our next question. Which which one do you guys want to do first? They're both pretty much the same question, uh, kind of. Well, they both are related. We'll do the first one. Is Mitchell Trubisky really hurt? No. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he was hurt. You could tell. Uh, the thing, no, the thing that's confusing is pre pre production meeting yesterday. Both of you are always not actually hurt. Now, well, because I heard some things. I saw like a th- make I saw worse. a throw in the second quarter where he was kind of. You could tell he was hurt from the throw. The thing is. The whole, when did he get hurt? What are we going to say? Because I remember yeah. post-game, Trubisky said, oh, yeah, it happened in the first half, before halftime, whatever. Nagy comes on. Oh, he had one or two series where he was dealing with that injury. I'm like, what is going on? Maybe just Nagy here's doesn't, pro- Nagy no, doesn't no, no, understand no. the game. Here's what's the thing. going on. Here's, pro- here's the thing that makes this so much worse. Now it's come out they knew about it before the game. Really? Yep. What, did he get, get a stinger in practice or he something? He got a hit. His hip pointer happened. Apparently, his hip pointer happened in practice. Mitchell told, he told, like, he told somebody on the offensive staff, but they didn't tell Nagy. Either that or Nagy just decided to say, forget it, we're going to play him anyway. And that benching was out of frustration because Mitch couldn't go. So that that's what makes it worse is, it's now this injury, this mysterious injury that looks like a guy got benched and you gave him a hug and a kiss. What is that, by the way? Um, he was telling him we could have had Watson or Mahomes and we're stuck with you. <laughs> you but gave no. him a hug and a kiss when he comes off like he gets benched. Oh, yeah, and it turns out that he was probably injured to begin with. You just didn't say anything, which is, a, which is by NFL rules, illegal, if true, because you have to put him as questionable on the right. injury report. Yep. So, But I, I guess if they fully planned to play him anyway, you wouldn't have to. But, yeah, that's it's just he's the worst coach in football, period. 
If you his personnel misusage, no, I'm I'm dead serious. His personnel misusage, his mishandling of players, his mishandling of the kicking situation, his now his mishandling of injuries, and also he is unwilling to own up to his mistakes. Yeah, he will never admit that he made a mistake. He will always back up his choices, yep. even if they're bad. Like you remember that game? Uh, which game was it when they kneeled on first down when they could have ran, set up a closer field goal, and he laughed. When he they, said, "Oh, hundred, hundred percent. I'd, yep. I'd do it again. I, some, I didn't want to lose. I didn't want to lose yards. Well, you call the play that loses two <laughs> yeah. yards. What are you doing? That, he just shows he has no trust in his offense, no trust in his quarterback. Because this is what it looked like. You're in prime time. You're still within ten. I mean, you're, you're out. But theoretically, you're not out of the game against the Rams. And you pull your quarterback." And it makes it look like you're giving up on him on national TV with right. three minutes left. And because, like, everybody was like, well, he never went to the tent. He never mm-hmm. got looked at because he was just sitting there looking depressed on the sideline. Everyone right. was like, well, what is going on? <laughs> and I do not envy Bears fans. I feel so bad. Well, in, uh, just just the whole Nagy situation is just – it just smells like Tressman. It is just reeks of Mark Tressman so bad. Like I, it's like bad milk. <laughs> and I think last year, all the problems just got masked because the defense carried them all season. And by winning. Yeah. And yeah. it's very clear that Vic Fangio because is the, the better defense, coach. Because the defense yep. is actually allowing less points this season than last year. Really? Last year they allowed 17.7. It was good for first in the league. This year they're allowing 17.4, which is fourth in the league. But that offense is only scoring about 16 a game. And half of that's from, like, defense slash special teams field goals. You averaged 16 a game, and you brought in your head coach to be an offensive guy, this offensive mastermind. Yeah. Why is he still employed? I believe they're uh, 30th in the league. They're waiting to the end of the season, and they're going to fire him. No, they won't. They'll give him another quarterback. No. I think they'll give him another chance with a quarterback. Because Ryan Pace is married to Mitchell Trubisky. If Pace... Pace can fire Matt Nagy without losing his job. Pace cannot fire Mitchell Trubisky without losing his job. Because the by taking a project, Pace, it, we're in what, year three of Mitch? Pace has until like year five before he gets fired because Mitch sucks. So Nagy is gone before Trubisky is. Because if Trubisky goes, then the coach that was brought in to coach up that quarterback and the GM that was brought in to draft that quarterback are both fired. Unless Nagy convinces one of the McCaskies that he hated Mitch and never wanted him and is still <laughs> a good coach, which would be pretty hard if you ever watched a game of football before in your life. But you can get rid of Nagy and Pace still keep his job and say, well, this just isn't the right coach. I need to go find us a better coach. And then when this coach fails and everybody realizes that Ryan Pace sucks, he's aggressive, give him credit, but he's still bad, then he gets fired. So the most logical option is that the Nagy is gone. Well, then I guess we could just segue that. That's pretty much the answer to our next question. Is <laughs> Oh, never. No. When We're will, in the city of Chicago. When That's will never it, going to happen. When will it no longer be frustrating to root for the Bears? 2018. That's about it. I saw this on Twitter. And he, the guy that was getting a lot of flack for this, the guy's a, a producer at 670 The Score. What does Virginia McCaskey do as an owner? Why is she the majority owner of the Bears? She's 96 and doesn't do anything. 
She's it's true. Right. We always see her on those primetime games. She has no football credentials. He's right. Virginia McCaskey has no football credentials she at all. She just happens to be the granddaughter of the original owner of the Bears. She has absolutely no credentials. She's 96. She's too old to do anything, and most Bears fans say that too. The last thing she did was rise up out of her chair after the tr- the second-year Tressman disaster and go, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired, get out. Except for Ted Phillips, of course, she, because we can't fire him. She's essentially the sister Jean of the Chicago Bears. Yes. Like, so, yeah, you can, like, you don't hate her. It's just like, why yeah. is she in this position? Right. It's like, like we we don't hate, we, we hate every other McCaskey but Virginia. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> As a Bears fan, just, you know, you Niners fan, you have decent ownership. Let me tell you what it's like to have terrible ownership <laughs> in every sport, except for the Blackhawks and the Cubs, kind of. Um, but, like, at this point, we are left waiting for a matriarch to die so that her kids can get greedy and sell the team to real owners. So the answer to this question is when Virginia croaks. And they sell the team. Just like with the Bulls and the Blackhawks, we're waiting for the Reinsdorfs to die so that they can – we're waiting for Jerry to die so that Michael will sell the team to somebody who will care about owning. Like, well, like the Blackhawks. His, the, his, his whole philosophy behind that is winning teams don't sell tickets. That's why he doesn't care. <laughs> winning wait, teams wh- don't – wait, what? Yeah, winning teams don't fill the seats. Who does then? I don't know. You think the Rays fill the seats? <laughs> Let's ask the Browns, uh, Let's the ask, Jets, yes. the Dolphins. Well, I mean, the, the Rays argument is kind of the opposite. They're good, and they still don't sell out. Are we Are we going to do the Orlando Dream thing, or Orlando Dreamers thing? What? Later on in the show, the new baseball team they're proposing. No, I didn't what? even hear about that. Okay, so the MLB has its sights set on an expansion team. They want to do it in Orlando, Florida. And they're going to be called the Orlando Dreamers. And the dude is already like a part owner of another MLB team. Oh He's like some God. billionaire. So, okay, wait a minute. Here's what I want to know. Okay. It is, a, uh, it is, of course, this is sarcastic. It is, of course, a wonderful idea to put another sports franchise in Florida. Because the Rays, Panthers, Lightning, Buccaneers, Dolphins, Jaguars, they all draw so well. Yeah. I mean... The Marlins, all of those seven the teams. Magic. Orlando, you can't the draw heat. magic tickets. Miami does yeah, draw. That's true. So eight of nine Florida teams don't draw anybody. Oh, yeah, let's put another major sport. I pro think sports for I, no I'm wondering when the, sport, the pro sports industry will, will let Florida die because there's just no interest in it. But it's such a big TV market, Austin, yeah. for nobody to go to right, or watch. Right. <laughs> Give Seattle a basketball team. Literally, dude. Yes. I miss the, the Sonics. Sonics. I miss yes. the Sonics. Okay, the, the Oklahoma City experiment's over. Bring them back to Seattle. Well, no, don't move them back. The, the Kings don't draw. <laughs> oh, yeah, you could move the Kings. Dude, L.A. as a whole only cares about Well, actually, wait, teams. no, Sacramento's been along too, around too long. L.A. doesn't care about most of its teams. Like, most, like they only care about the <laughs> they Lakers. They don't care about the Chargers or the Rams. They only care about the Clippers, the Lakers, and the Dodgers, and that's yeah. it. What? The Clippers is debatable. Well, now the new... If the Clippers this, are good. This new era of Clippers, yeah, they say. care about them. Like, Dodgers games always draw. Angels games don't draw at all. Neither do 
Rams or Chargers games. Well, nobody knows the Angels exist. That's true. So here's the thing, though. This is, like, actually factual information. I saw this, like, a couple of weeks ago. You know who the third most popular team in L.A. is? The Raiders. Really? Yes. The Raiders! But you move the Chargers <laughs> to L.A., who can't sell out a soccer stadium because no one cares. Could have moved the Raiders back. They yeah. used to be there. In the if 90s. you moved the Raiders to L.A., you would have drawn at least, and you would have gotten the Raiders out of Sewage League Stadium. Yeah. So now they have to move to Las Vegas. Yeah. While we're on this topic, will we ever see an NFL team outside the U.S.? Yes. Yeah. The Chargers. I hope not. Chargers are going to Mexico City or London. Yeah, but imagine. I think Chargers, imagine if you had to go to London. I think I think that would just screw up the league. The though. Chargers are going to Smogville, and then they're just going to take the whole AFC South and go to Great Britain. Name me one AFC South team that has a permanent fan base there that would really care if they left. The Colts. Mm. Okay. They, they used to be Baltimore, so people. Are yeah, but it's about been that. so long. It's Houston like, doesn't give a. Houston would, could care less. I would think. Houston doesn't buy into that team because they're not called the Oilers. Jacksonville, literally, no one goes to those games. And the Titans, no one wanted that team. Then. I think, and no one goes to those games. I think Jacksonville plays in London every year. Yeah. Yeah, too. because they're trying to move them there. I think these London and it's Mexico. It's like a college visit. It's like a it's like a <laughs> testing the waters. Like which team does London like more? We're gonna try them out. Well, London likes everybody. I think I saw something that said every team has played there except the Packers. Yeah, because I'll never move the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess we should get back on track. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. yeah we kind of we kind of wandered off. We, we meandered a little this bit. This is what I want to start off our NFL rundown with. Uh, probably the biggest story of last week, and it wasn't even really game related. It was on the field though. Yeah. Brown Steelers brawl. Let's get some completely overshadowed the entire story of the game. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't like it's like a the Browns won by fourteen, but it didn't even matter because like, what? Miles Garrett took Mason Rudolph's helmet and smacked him in the head with it. Literally clobbered him with his own helmet. What a I'm man, gonna say about a man this. who had a serious concussion <laughs> yeah. gets his helmet ripped off and no, smashed here, no. on his own head. Listen, Miles Garrett, he got suspended. He's appealing because you can't suspend someone indefinitely for something that happened on the field. And he said there was a precedent set with another incident. Yeah. Miles Garrett should never play football again. He's gonna. He's probably gonna win this appeal. But what I think is Mason Rudolph should have been suspended. Why? He incited the fight. How? He was when grabbing- he was on the ground, he was... <laughs> he, was- <laughs> he was grabbing Miles Garrett's helmet. He was grabbing Miles Garrett's helmet on the ground. Well, Austin's done. <laughs> they just got fired. <laughs> uh, we apologize to all the small children. <laughs> Looks like I'm taking the number one chair. <laughs> I'll take it during a break. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, uh, well, that's a good thing someone, the stream's working anyway, bud. You better mark down that time so we can edit that in post. <laughs> What is that, uh, 827? 826, eight, 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 <laughs> we have our uh, first break of the year. I wish that camera worked and want to oh. replay that on loop. Oh. Look, Charles Barkley, when he swore on TNT post with the Knicks game, oh he just God. goes, that's, it, that's, that's what Austin, look up Barkley swears oh. over Knicks highlights, and then that's the exact face that Austin just made. Nice job, bud. <laughs> how how <laughs> Have fun with your benching. Now we need to have a whole station meeting. 
Bum. <laughs> Control yourself. Rip. So, so I see this fight as a very, <laughs> uh, very provoking topic. Yeah. <laughs> But as I was Mason saying, Mason Rudolph did not start the fight. He, yes, he, he did. was no, he didn't. Went after, right after he got taken down by Garrett, he was trying to pull Garrett's helmet off, and then he kicked him in a hurtful area. Yeah. Um, Gee, if somebody was trying to rip my helmet off, I'd kick him in the gonads too. Because <laughs> yeah, I think he's just been suspended a game or two at least, but. How long are we suspending Austin Gillentine? Dude, indefinitely. <laughs> are we suspending him a week or two? Literally. There'll be no show next week, folks. Oh, wait, it's Thanksgiving. Well, I can next do week. it. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> and during dead week. Cheating your suspension? Yeah. <laughs> Give me a week off. Uh, well, no, that's the worst. That's the second worst one, too. I know. That's the That's the second worst of the seven. What's the number one? Uh, is that bait right there? <laughs> I'm not that stupid. Um, but <laughs> trying anyway. to get back on track yeah. here. <laughs> um, it's a two-hour show. We're fine. Yeah. FCC. He not, may not be. FCC is not listening. <laughs> <laughs> What's safe Harper? <laughs> Uh, 6 a.m. Oh, <laughs> hey, well, two hours too, or two hours too late. <laughs> Sorry, Austin, you're still fired. I know. No one's listening anyway. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Wow, alienate wow. your fan base. I'm kidding. Wow. Uh, I'm kidding. No, now you're fired twice. Uh, we already talked about Trubisky. We already talked about that game. <laughs> Unless you guys want to talk about it more. Mm, I think we've done enough talking about the Bears for now. Ravens. Absolutely demolished the Texans. I was surprised. I thought it was going to be like a really good offensive battle, and Deshaun Watson just got completely shut down. I think he only had like 130 yards, if I remember correctly. It was really just. Ravens are for real. They showed me right there. Oh, yeah. I mean, they already beat the Patriots by 17. And now the Ravens, they have won four straight games by 14 or more. So they're not just beating people. They're completely obliterating them. Does anybody have any idea what the Texans are? Not a real football team. They're just like the Colts. They, are you sure? They, It's just the effects of the AFC South. They can't get too far from 500 before forgetting who they are. Because it with Houston, it's like, all right, well, they're good. Deshaun Watson's good. They have a good defense. They traded their second-best defensive player before the season for no reason but whatever. So you have a good you have a good defense, a good offense, a pretty good young quarterback. Okay, so this is a good team that win the AFC South. And then they just kind of win a game, lose a game. They win a game they shouldn't. They lose a game that they shouldn't. And they're six they're six and four now, right? Yeah. And it, and I'm just. Who? What is it, it? You're right. It's the whole AFC South, because I have no idea what the Colts are either. I I don't have a clue. That division's really wide open all year, and like it any is team every year. Could win, any team could because every year you could say any of those four teams will win the division, and that's how it's been since the Texans joined the league. Really, so I but, mean, but are we entirely sure Houston is is completely fake? They have a good quarterback. They have one of the best, if not the best, receivers. They just can't seem to 
put it together. Because they, they don't win in the playoffs. They make the playoffs, and everybody's like, yep. okay. The but new, if you could ever put the, it together. They're the, they're the new Bengals. Oh, there you go. But if you could ever put it together, that could be a really scary playoff team. But they would just have to magically put it together. Is Bill O'Brien still down there? Yeah. Yeah. And I think Watson's kind of just I don't I wouldn't say he's fallen off the MVP talks. He's another dude that's been in a place too long. Watson or no, Bill O'Brien. O'Brien. I think he meant Watson without doing like, anything. Yeah. He's been there forever it seems like at least since like 2014 or something. But yeah. I think this is more about the Ravens just being crazy on offense, Lamar yeah. Jackson. Yeah. And who the Ravens play next? I think it's. Hang it's on, me. I got you. It's me, boys. They play. I think. The Rams. Baltimore is oh, yeah, at they play Rams, the Rams on, Monday. on Monday night. Then they got the Niners. Then they got the Bills. <sighs> then Jets, Brown, Steelers. What a way to end the season. They'll beat the Rams. I don't know if they'll beat the Niners. It's at home. They're going to win that game. They'll beat the Bills. They'll beat the Bills. They'll beat the Jets. They'll beat the 14-2? and two? They might lose to the Steelers if they rest players. Oh, that's true. Because Week 17, never never bet on Week 17. They also <laughs> did lose to the Browns already this year, but I don't think they'll do that again. Yeah, probably not. Because it would be pretty improbable to do what? One, two, three. Win um, 12 straight. Is what they do. Yeah. Because they've won. They started the year two and two. Actually, that'd be. Yeah, that'd be 12 straight. Yeah. But yeah, they could lose to the Steelers if they rest some people for the number one rushing team and scoring team in the NFL. Right. They're 20th in passing yards a game. The Ravens? Yeah. They're 20th in offensive passing yards? Mm hmm. 225 a game. Well, yeah, because Lamar doesn't have to pass all the time. And when you're handing it off to Ingram, you don't really need to throw it. And he's still in the MVP's conversation. And now, he's now such they're a good runner. Now their defense is creeping back up into like top. Well, ever since they five. got Peters, they've been great. Yeah, because their pass defense was bad, and they got Peters, and that's kind of helped a lot. Because now they're back at six in the league in scoring defense. Plus, they got the best offense. Yeah, Lamar Jackson tenth, by the way. In rushing? Yep. Uh, He's he's tied for 10th in touchdowns with 6, and he is 10th in um, in rushing yards. He's a running back, right? He's a good (laughs) running back. (laughs) He also throws for 2,000 yards. If he played running back, he would probably be a good running back, but he's – people – I don't know why people thought he should have changed positions. I never understood that. Ignorant people. Because – Honestly, he should have gone number one, but teams are scared to do that. Yep. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> let's let's talk about the 49ers. Your boys. Yeah. <laughs> they. You going to avoid swearing in a second? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, barely pulled out the win on Sunday against the Cardinals, who should get way more credit than they get. Mm-hmm. They're way better than their record says they are, but it's fine. The narrative will continue to be that the Niners can't beat anyone real. So, I'd wa- I'd be scared of Kyler Murray for the next however many years. He's he's gonna be good. He's Russell Wilson Jr. Yeah, he just needs help. 
I know this isn't like college football, and we're not talking about like playoffs and stuff. But this is what the Cardinals have done this year. They've tied against the Lions. Okay, well, you probably shouldn't do that because the Lions are the Lions. But they had actually had their quarterback then. They lost in Baltimore by six. They beat the Bengals, Falcons, and Giants. They had a couple of rough losses in between. But lately, okay, you got blown up by New Orleans. Who hasn't? They they only the first time they played the Niners they only lost by three yeah they lost to the Bucks by three and then they lost to the Niners by four except for a late return touchdown that was a bad beat so really yeah. they only lost that game before and had control into the fourth quarter if you pivot one different thing Arizona's not three and seven they're six three and one right like <laughs> if you pivot like three plays in a game you're six three and one so it's not like Arizona's a bargain basement bum team. They're three good plays away from being in the playoffs, and also or consideration for the playoffs in the NFC. Right, and also they've put up twenty-five plus points in six of their last seven games. Like it's not like they're getting blown out. They're they're like one of those teams that if they have a good off season, they're gonna make the jump because they've got their quarterback now. Kyler Murray's way better than Josh Rosen. Yep, Kyler Murray, uh, Murray, twenty-seven hundred yards this year. 14 touchdowns. That's that's up there reasonable. He that w- puts him top 10, I believe. Yeah, I think he's up there. He but yeah. Sorry, I forgot we we're talking about the Niners, <laughs> but um Jimmy G, he had a lot of yards that game. Yeah, but he didn't have the best game again and I he's mean, still he, making bad throws. Yeah. But they're but when winning. You throw they're winning 45 times. You're going to. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You had no running game at all, and you still won. Be happy. Yeah, but he needs to fix that like, those mistakes. I mean, you're nine and one. He still needs to. Fix you're nine them. and one though. Well, hey. no, <laughs> because I was talking to him about this. He's basically saying that he's where we were last year. Yeah. That a great winning season out of nowhere is just masking a bunch of problems. Yeah, we have no receivers. We did make a move for Sanders, who. Up until getting hurt, has been great. And Plus, I, Debo Samuel's really emerging. Oh yeah, yeah but, Debo's a dude. But we need to cut Pettis and Goodwin. They haven't done anything. Pettis trade, played. Trade Pettis, Pettis played two snaps on Sunday. N- really? Neither were meaningful. Wow. And Goodwin had one reception for five yards. Hey, I got a I got a proposed trade for you. Give me Pettis, and I'll give you Javon Wims. We can finally free him to play football. <laughs> we better start seeing Javon Wims and Riley Ridley. I want Javon Wims. Have you seen Javon Wims' yes. college tape? Oh, my God. He was a steal. He came, he came in the I sixth, sixth round. I don't get why you don't play him. Because Nagy won't. Dude. Riley can... Ridley hasn't even been active, and he was a fourth-round pick. Javon Wims' vertical is like 42 inches. Like, his vert is insane for being six-foot-something. Like he has like Derek's vertical. Stop, roses. stop wasting um, talent. And he stop wasting Allen Robinson's him, talent. They've been giving him snaps. Allen Robinson's been their only offensive production. I know. Stop wasting his talent. Give him, give him to us. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Well, wait a minute. I'll give you Allen Robinson if you give me Garoppolo. <laughs> That's a good one. All right. Imagine, well, imagine playing with Blake Bortles and Mitchell Trubisky your whole career. <laughs> Now, see, then if he, if he wanted to take his helmet and smash Mitch's head in, then I would get that one. <laughs> <laughs> no.
no suspension for Allen Robinson. <laughs> but the thing is, with Tr- Trubisky so dumb, his head's already caved in. He didn't need the Ouch. helmet. <laughs> the only the only argument I'll give for Garoppolo is this is his first full season as a starter. Not true. How? I mean, Brady got hurt. I don't think that was him. That was Brissett, wasn't it? No, that was Matt Castle. Oh, wait, I thought there were two years. Well, Brady got suspended those four yeah. games. The year he got hurt, I think, oh, it was 08 or 09. That, and that was, was the suspension. Oh, that was when okay. Matt Castle came in and yeah, they made him a multi-millionaire at quarterback, or the Chiefs did. Yeah. But yeah, I think the the first time we saw Jimmy G was his rookie year, I think. I don't know if it was his rookie year, but it was when, I think, for Brady's suspension, they started Brissett and Jimmy G for two games. Yeah, okay, that's right. Yeah. And then he came in, played the last five games of the season. He was traded, and he went 5-0. and oh. And then the second season, they went, I think, 1-3 or 1-2 over those first three games, and he tore his ACL in the third yep. game. So now this is his real, like, NFL test, basically. Dude's never played more than six games in or five games in a season, so – He's in uncharted territory right now. As a Niners fan, are you worried at all about him getting to the playoffs and just being his arm just being an, a wet noodle? I'm not so worried about his arm being a noodle as he gets to the playoffs and it's too big for him because he's never been to the playoffs. Like, yeah, he's been in Super Bowls as Brady's backup or whatever, but he's never – like Monday night, like last Monday night was a big – was a big test for him, and I mean, he kind of, he almost lived up to it. He was, he was so close. But that was in, okay, people need to stop with this. That was an NFL classic, and is two of the three best teams in the NFC playing. That is a 60-40 game at best, 60 to whoever is home, 10% to whoever is home. Those Niners are at home. Right, but, it, but that, that law, not like the loss never happened but if you re-rack that game again, the Niners could win. Like, if you played that game again, I think 60% of the time the Niners win, 40% of the time the Seahawks win. You you rolled one of 40. Like, it's not that they're not good enough, they haven't played anybody real. They played a classic NFL game and happened to lose because in sports when two teams play, you have to have a loser. Well, it could have been a tie. You know there's the... <laughs> Other than the NFL, <laughs> you know those games where you go, wow, neither team deserved this to win? That was a game where neither team should have lost because that was just a really, really good game. It just came down to the kickers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, really. and you happened to miss one of the better kickers in history. I'll give you that. But for, for a game, and you had a pretty good guy fill in. But uh, Jimmy's got the interception bug right now. Fourth most in the league. Yeah. And he's making throws. He's under-throwing, over-throwing, and then sometimes he'll like lead his receiver mm-hmm. too far with the ball and they'll tip off their hands or he'll throw it behind him. And it's getting tipped for interceptions. I know everyone wants to blame the receivers. At some point you have to blame the quarterback for not making accurate throws. I'm just saying at least your quarterback throws far than 10 yards. <laughs> but that's all I got. He This <laughs> Sunday is going to be a big test for him, and I think the rest of the season will show what he's got. Uh, Broncos blew a 20-point lead. I was really – I was like, oh, yes, the Vikings are going to lose. And then the Broncos just completely fell apart. 
that's their fourth loss this season where they've held a lead in the fourth quarter. I think they've lost the other three by field goals at the end. Yeah. Two or three of them. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> including the playoffs in the last five seasons, teams that were trailing by 20 or more at half were 0-99 before this game. That's a stupid stat. Hey, Kirk Cousins is looking good. Dalvin Cook has been one of the top five running backs in the NFL, maybe top three. They're putting it together. Plus, their defense is solid. Kirk Cousins for MVP? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, saw I, say that Delvin, I say Dalvin Cook deserves MVP more than no, Kirk Cousins. No, I saw would. Kirk. I saw on Twitter the other day, it's time for people to recognize Kirk Cousins as MVP. And it's like, it's time for you to delete your Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I would say if you're going to have a Viking go for MVP, I'd give Cook. Yep. He's the first Viking to rush for 1,000 yards since AP in 2015. I mean, Kirk Never had a good happen. game. Not with, know, it not was near perfect. This season's people. Yeah. No, running, running backs back is don't, not running backs don't get love well, anymore. Well, no, but he's saying if. Yeah, I know. I'm saying, I'm it's saying not, if the Vikings it's not have plausible. someone up for MVP, Cook over Cousins. But, but yeah. <laughs> um Cousins has Cousins is overrated. Cousins is having a good season. Overrated. He's having a good year. You seen his stats? Doesn't no. mean he's not bad or overrated. True. Yeah. When you have but an it, offense like if you put if you put Mitchell Trubisky in that offense, he puts up amazing numbers. Okay, let's no. let's <laughs> When you got the weapons hey, like hey. he does? Guess what though? Trubisky's never thrown a pick six. That's all I got. In the last three games? <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. He only has four picks this year, I guess. You know, if Jay Cutler wouldn't have thrown one pick six, then the uh, Bears would have won the Super Bowl. Oh, and I'm sad. Rip. <laughs> Chargers? Or was it Raiders or Chargers? When he broke his thumb. Chargers, I think. Rip. Still the dumbest tackle I've ever seen. Maybe the most costly tackle ever. Yeah. <laughs> or attempted tackle, I guess. Let's let's talk some power rankings. Okay. Who's who, first? Yeah, who wants to go first? I'll go. I don't care. I usually go first. You yeah, want to go first? True. All right. Um, I don't agree with this at all. <laughs> I still get the Niners at number one. Why? Because their defense is still very good. Their offense is now second in scoring, which, yeah, part of that's because of the defense. But, I mean, you got a top two offense and defense right now. Any team should be scared of them. Uh, Plus, they don't give up big plays on defense. I don't see it. They've only but given. But they didn't play anybody. <laughs> True. No, don't. No, they they've only given up four completion or four passing plays of twenty plus yards this whole season. And top two offense and defense. That's why I have them there. Okay. But we can talk about it once I I'll get through it and then we can talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. it. Uh, Ravens at number two. Yep. Lamar Jackson is insane. And they've beat the Seahawks, the Patriots, and the Texans in three of their last four. That's some pretty good wins. Right. And like I said, four straight wins by 14 or more. Third, I got the Patriots. I can't put them above those other two coming off a bye. Yep. I mean, every every week's a bye for them, but <laughs> I regress or whatever. That, I don't digress. know. If that's a, yeah. Digress. <laughs> oh, no. That was, that's Trubisky who regresses. I digress. There you go. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I got the Seahawks at number four just because – 
in Russ we trust. Rip. And Tyler Lockett is not hurt like he was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. They have, when healthy, one of the best three-receiver trios in the league with DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Josh Gordon. And then at number five, I was going to put the Vikings. <laughs> Why? But I put the Saints what? because... Again, they have a really underrated defense. I think it's top six in the league right now, top five, one of the two. And then they had a good bounce back win against the Bucks after getting destroyed by the Falcons. So, yeah, that's my current top five. Okay, so while I respect it, I don't agree at all. I, I'm looking at yours, and I'm just wondering why, why you don't agree about the Niners. So, I'll get there, but at one... Got the Ravens. Absolutely dominant team right now. Yep. So that's undisputed right now. Number two, Patriots still because They're the Patriots. they have one <laughs> loss, and it was to the best team in the NFL, and their defense is insane still. Their offense needs to get it together. They almost lost to Philadelphia. Number three, I have the Seahawks. They're, I, I, just, I don't know why people are still not buying into the Seahawks. After what they showed okay, me, I have to remind after, you. I have to remind I, you. I know. I know. About I, three or four weeks ago, on our notes here, <laughs> when we were talking about the uh, undefeated teams or whatever, whatever it was, I quote <laughs> his first bullet pointing at the Seahawks about the Seahawks. Seahawks are fake. Well, you can change your mind <laughs> about things. You can change your. I mind. know. I just like to. I just like to. <laughs> of you about that because (laughs) (laughs) like the whole first half of the season you're like they're not real they haven't beat anyone they they only win by four points i guess that's just their thing they just like to win by like one possession i'm telling you russell wilson he is so valuable to that team which is why i voted for him for mvp i mean yeah lamar jackson the ravens wouldn't be doing this with joe flacco so you're taking the literal meaning of the award yeah is what you're saying yeah I mean, Lamar has the best stats. Like, best, he's dual threat. He can do anything, really. Right. But where would the Seahawks be without Russell Wilson? Well, I was just going to say, let me ask you this question then. Who's wor- who has less wins without that quarterback, Baltimore or Seattle? Who has less wins? Yep. I'd say the Seahawks. Their offensive line. I think line, it depends on. Their, what, yep. their offensive line is so bad. I was just gonna say it depends on what kind of quarterback yeah, they have. If you have a pocket passer, you're screwed. No. You gotta have Russell Wilson who can make those crazy plays. Right. That's the thing too. With well, I'll get it when I get to my. And Lamar Jackson, his offensive line wasn't great last year either. It's improved a little this yeah. year. It's still not insane. It helps it's, that he can. About average. He can move. But, yeah. So. And then now at number four, I have the 49ers. Why do I, I have them at number this. four? They're why, nine. They're nine and one. Why do I have them at number four at nine and one? Because they really haven't proved much. Their only notable win is against the Carolina Panthers. Come on now. I'm. They I'm, beat the Rams. Uh, yeah, a struggling Rams team who beat the Bears by ten with their <laughs> anemic offense. Hey, golf was looking bad. I just. I'll tell you that. I, as a fan, I. I'm excited. The season looks promising, but at the same time, I, I can see I can see the chinks in the armor. I can see the I can see the glaring holes that no one else Where is talking about. Where could all break down? Literally, if we don't get Kittle back, I'm not even talking about the passing game right now. Kittle has been is so 
is so monumental to the running game, his blocking, and just everything. He makes that offense tick, pass and run. And then you have Sanders, who had been really good up until he hurt his ribs. And now, like, I feel like he something might happen to him again, and the receiving core is as weak as it's ever been besides him and Samuel. And, and Garoppolo is an unproven young quarterback. Everyone wants to act like he's this elite talent veteran quarterback. I wouldn't. Say I don't know I don't, where that came I don't, from. I don't know. I have calling, no. I, who's calling him elite? I, like ESPN and all the big elite? national uh, markets. No, are, not yet. He's a good game manager. Yeah, but everyone's acting like he's this top ten quarterback. I, I, I don't. I don't get it. That's because Belichick thought he was a top ten quarterback of the future. So, because Bill Belichick thinks something, he can't be wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he does have six rings. No. <laughs> and he's been on top of the AFC for 15 years. Would Garoppolo would Garoppolo be the next Brady if he yes. stayed in New England? Yes. It's funny because he was drafted to be that, but Brady's still Absolutely. playing yeah. however many years later. Yeah. No, he was drafted to be that, but Brady said, I want him out of here because Bill will run me out of town when I hit an age and I want to play till I'm 95 years old. <laughs> and then Belichick and Tom Brady fought Robert Kraft on who was going to win, and Brady won, not Belichick. Because didn't Kraft want Jimmy G? No, Kraft didn't really have. Oh an no, op- Belichick wanted Jimmy. Draft uh, Kraft didn't really have too strong of an opinion on the matter. Brady wanted well, Brady he wanted to stay, and he wants to play forever and take his PEDs and whatever to <laughs> keep playing. <laughs> and and Belichick, being the coach, said, "Well, Tom is really old. Let's get rid of Tom and let's start Garoppolo because Garoppolo might Garoppolo has just." <coughs> A high amount of potential because remember this is the point where Garoppolo says look if you're going to be a backup if I'm going to be a backup at least pay me so Garoppolo wanted to get paid because he understood his value when his coach had hyped up his value Yeah. so the issue with the Patriots was do we pay Garoppolo and get rid of Tom in two years or do we get rid of Garoppolo before we have to pay him they decided to get rid of Garoppolo because Brady won the fight with Belichick. He won the power struggle. That is why, right after that happened, there were all the rumors that Belichick was leaving town because he lost the power struggle with the quarterback. Well, I don't, I don't I'm get glad why that people, happened. <laughs> I don't get why people say that Brady's going to leave and go play somewhere else. That, that's what I understand. The here. only reason he would go is to prove that he can win a, a, with a different team. He just he just won a power struggle with the owner, like oh, like over the best coach ever like for two year, two three years ago and you had him trade that he's not leaving you had them trade their their what they yep. think would be their quarterback and Brissett too and he's uh-huh. playing well with Indy and he ran Jacoby out of town you saw how valuable he is to Indy when he went out they were awful but I still don't buy into the notion that Garoppolo is an elite quarterback well no I don't think we're not saying that but no he's not I really. think that's his perception around the league because one guy perceived him as that and didn't even get to my fifth team yet. I have the Packers, <laughs> who their their offense is is good. Their running game and their passing game both are working really well. They finally have a defense. Yeah, their defense has struggled, but they're still winning. Yeah, and it's going to be one hell of a game Sunday night. Niners will win it. It'll yeah. be a good game, but. I think it's your turn. All right. Well, 
I've got Baltimore at number one because you can't have New England at number one because Baltimore beat New England. New England is number two. I think these first two are pretty easy. Baltimore is having a great year. Lamar Jackson's playing out of his mind. They have a really solid defense. And, well, New England is New England, and they're just doing Patriot things, and they have only one loss, and it is to Baltimore, so Baltimore's at the top. My third is the 49ers. I think they're a really good team. They have a solid team construction as a whole. They have a pretty darn good defense, a solid quarterback, a decent receiving core around it when healthy, and a good running game when healthy and when able to run the ball. Then I have the Saints at number four. Everybody seems to forget just because they lost to Atlanta that Drew Brees is a really good quarterback. They have a great running back in Alvin Kamara. They have a solid offensive line, and they have a nice defense too. Now, my number five is Seattle. Now, it's it's probably interesting to some people who are paying attention that I said you can't have New England above Baltimore because Baltimore beat New England when Seattle beat the Niners. So why is Seattle five and the Niners are three? Because Seattle, to me, has more glaring weaknesses than the Niners do. They're being solo carried by one dude, and like I mentioned earlier, that was a 50-50 game. Here's the thing with the Seahawks. You have no offensive line. The offensive line doesn't exist. Russell Wilson is just, he's, Russell Wilson is basically Duncan Keith from the, from those Blackhawks title runs where the dude is playing like 40 minutes of ice time a night and is just an absolutely stupid defenseman. That's what Russell Wilson is doing. How long until this, this thing the Seahawks have going on is, That's runs my out. thing. You get to the playoffs. Find a team where Russell Wilson can't ball out like a like a team that does a good job. I I mean, if the Bears were to have made the playoffs this year, which they won't, I would have said they would be the team to beat Seattle because I don't think Russell Wilson could score. And you saw that last year when they played Seattle. I think it was week two. Because Russell there's so much bad. There is so much talent on that Bears defense, and there's so much speed off the edges between Aaron Lynch, Leonard Floyd, and Khalil Mack, although Mack doesn't do anything. Um, between those three dudes, you could do a great job of force and contain. And that's the other reason why I think if the Niners play him a second time, the Niners are going to win that game. The offensive line is terrible, and Russell Wilson can only ball out so long before he breaks. Well, that and how 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 long does your strategy of every we're just gonna hope every bounce goes our way? Also, that defense is playing like way up. That defense is playing above their head. Like they're gonna have to come back down at some point too. They're they're playing a little above their head. They're gonna have to come back down. And Wilson's just yeah, you can ball out for a year. Like, but Lamar Jackson has a running game with him. He has a good, solid defense behind him. Russell Wilson is just balling on a Tuesday and just <laughs> with nothing else. So with that being said, the Packers are not a real team. Ooh. They're getting one good year out of an otherwise split carry back in Aaron Jones. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, okay. But he's getting up there, and he can't just go balling on a Tuesday anymore, <laughs> although he's showing that th- this is his one last yeah. gasp. Of being a big time baller. I was gonna say, look at those throws against the Chiefs. Was it? Remember that one touchdown throw again yeah. against the Chiefs. But, but this is but his yeah. last year to ball. That defense is not as good as people think it is. They just play bad teams. Everybody thought that defense was so great when they played the worst offense in the NFL in the first week. <laughs> Who was that offense? I don't know. Who was that offense? <laughs> the offense that scored three points. <laughs> and then in the first week of the season, the Minnesota Vikings. Are, are like 
So if Seattle's so bad, then why don't I have the Packers? Well, that's why. The Vikings are also a fake team. The defense is fine. Dalvin Cook is really good. Kirk Cousins is not a high-pressure quarterback. He is not a prime-time quarterback. Kirk Cousins is overrated as all get out. He's maybe a little better than he was in Washington, but not much better. He just has the most underrated receiver in NFL history and Adam Thielen running around with him and Stephon Diggs also running around with him. That's the only reason Kirk Cousins is any good at football. I mean, look, like, Case Keenum, uh, who were the three quarterbacks that year? Keenum, Bridgewater, oh, well, Teddy got hurt, but um, Keenum. Oh, Trevor Simeon. Uh, Wasn't yeah. it? Trevor Simeon? Trevor Simeon was Denver. He was with the Vikings. What, what year was that? 2017? Yeah, I think the so. The Minneapolis Miracle year? Yeah, but anyway, you had three different bum quarterbacks that came in and played well and got that team to the postseason. Kirk Cousins is... I wouldn't call Bridgewater a bum. Well, he was hurt, though. Oh. Yeah, it was... Oh, it was Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford. Oh, my go. gosh. Are you are you serious? Bradford Case Keenum and Sam Bradford. <laughs> Bradford went 2-0 and that year, and Keenum went 11. I haven't heard Bradford. Yes. So, Case Keenum won 11 games. Now he goes to a bad team in Washington, and you see how he is. So... You know, Kirk Cousins is just a slight, he's just an average quarterback who's on a good built team around him, but he's not as good as any of the quarterbacks. He's not as good as Rodgers, Wilson, Breeze, Garoppolo, Brady, or Jackson. Which I don't think anybody's going to fight me. And the Vikings are paying him like he is. Yeah, and the Vikings are paying him like he is. Well, we're paying Khalil Mack like he's an actual defensive player. Wow. He registered no stats last week. No. Well, I mean, the whole team last week, on Goff only threw it 18 times. They had one pressure on those 18 snaps. I they miss Akeem Hicks. I don't care if, well, one, he's not getting, well, is this scheduled for later on in the show? Or do I just, is this my last chance to get this off? You can, you can go, because at the end it's just, all right. we're going to talk just games and stuff. So... All right, here's my thing with Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack is overrated and vastly overrated this year. Here's why. You paid this man six years in the richest defensive contract in NFL history. He hasn't done anything. And it's, no, he's not getting doubled. He's not getting tied in, chucked. Go watch a game. If you think he's still getting doubled, then you need to go watch NFL games. You need to go watch Bears games. Because every time I watch a Bears game, you know what I see? I see the tackle soloing him and destroying him. Khalil Mack has no motor at all. None. Khalil Mack is playing like a bum. And I, I don't Is care. that a result of the offense being so bad and keeping it the might defense be, on the field? Because but you know what? You know who would be doing something if he's in? The real best player on that defense. Akeem Hicks. I've been beating I, my drum. This I, is another thing I've been beating around for two that I've been beating on for two years. Akeem Hicks is the best and most important player on the Bears defense. Fight me. I will say I would say talent wise, Khalil Mack is better, but I'd say value wise, Akeem Hicks is the most valuable player. Because on the you defense. look at what happens when Akeem Hicks goes away. Because when he got since he's gotten hurt, the Bears have allowed what three, four hundred yard rushers. Yep, and they hadn't allowed one in. That whole well, last not even season. that, just the pressure that yeah. they get. When Akeem Hicks is healthy and on that defensive line, that Bears defense looks immortal. When he's off, all of a sudden they look mortal and Khalil Mack can't do anything. When you take Akeem Hicks out of the game, Leonard Floyd is completely useless and might as well go back to Georgia. And Khalil Mack <laughs> is a bum who looks like he ought to be traded for a seventh-round pick. 
because Akeem Hicks is out of that game on that defensive line. That's how important a strong D lineman is to that Bears team. Yeah, hey, Austin, guess who leads the Bears in sacks this year? Just guess. Guess. It's Roy Robertson Harris, That's right? Nick Williams. Oh, it's Nick They're ba- their the reserve defensive tackle. What? They're back up to Eddie Goldman. Leads the team oh, this sacks. is the other thing, too. Fun fact, that Bears defense sucks. This year? Yes. No. <laughs> no. That Bears defense is I mean, they're still, they're still they're allowing less points than last year. And Pagano's. I, maybe it's but, just because we got spoiled with Vic, but I don't like Chuck Pagano's defense. I don't like his I team. Think, maybe the Bears defense doesn't Akeem suck, Hicks, but they're overrated. Akeem Hicks, now people, like last year people finally saw who he was. He was doing that before that. Like 2016 when the Bears were awful, he was the best player on the team. Yep. At least on defense. And they ranked him, like, coming into this year, He they did the NFL Top 100 thing, and Hicks was 60 and Mac was 3, and I'm like, that's a joke. Wait, what was Mac? It's like number 4 or something. What? He was like 3 or 4. Donald, I think he and Donald were 3 and 4. But, yeah, Akeem Hicks was, like, number 60 in the NFL coming into this year, and that's a, that's hilarious. He should be, like, top 10. So I think that's all we got for NFL. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was that, that was a hotly debated yeah, thank you. segment. I loved it. <laughs> yep. Coming up after the break, we're going to have college football. You're listening to A&A at 8 on 88.3 WIUS Macomb. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking around. We got another full hour for you. It's a two-hour edition of a and I'm but Austin Gillentine. But the question, will it be a swear-free hour? <laughs> it will be. This hour will be. <laughs> FCC, if you're listening, this will be a clean hour. <laughs> oh, I, I guess I should say my name. I'm Andrew Stevens. And I'm Michael Lyon, the special guest. Yes. We're going to talk some college football. Oh, yeah. All right. So what do we want to talk about first? Just go over the college football playoff rankings. Yeah. Everyone's thoughts on Georgia getting four. Anyone have any thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> the top three looks good. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, well, here's my thing. Now that Minnesota has lost, I have absolutely no clue who should be number four. Because before it was, okay, Minnesota needs to be number four because they've got the Penn State win. Now if you look at Georgia's resume, they have a good resume, but they lost South Carolina. Bama has a bad resume, and they lost to LSU. Alabama won't have a good resume until the end of the season when they play a good Auburn team. Oregon has a really good resume. They Their only loss is to Auburn, who's a top, t- who's a top yeah. 25 team. Yeah. yeah. Top fifteen still. I I don't know. Let me look. You find that really quick. And Utah's only losses to a ranked USC team. Yeah, but USC's bad. Yeah, Auburn's at fifteen right okay. now. Okay, so Oregon's only lost as a top fifteen team, and that was really close. Utah is one loss, but they have a bad loss to USC. Penn State has one loss. That is to Minnesota, who just lost to Iowa. Minnesota was a t- is now a top ten team, so Penn State's losses to a top ten team. Oklahoma's one loss. Kansas State. Is Kansas State, who was ranked for a little bit but is no longer. So Oklahoma has a bad loss, and they're in a bad conference. But they just beat number thirteen Baylor on the road in a huge comeback. That was insane. So who do you who do you put? So I ha- I don't know. Number four is kind of like a who. It's kind of like a draw. Like. I think Georgia is correct at number four for now. 
and they play Auburn this week because even or no, they just played them. because even though they have lost to South Carolina, they lock out Oregon because they just beat Auburn. So the only two teams you can put there is Georgia and Alabama, and the rest of Georgia's schedule is stronger than Bama's. You have to you have to wait till the conference championship plays out. Well, yes, these are not final by any means. The top three is decided. I think even if the only person that gets knocked out if they lose a game in the top three is Clemson. If yeah, Clemson definitely. loses the game, they're done. But you're telling me if Ohio State loses to Penn State, they're still in. Yes. Even if they don't make the conference championship. Because if Penn State beats them, then Penn State gets into the conference title game because they own the tiebreaker. Yeah, I still think they do. Even if Minnesota or Penn State go on to win the Big Ten? Especially if uh, especially if Minnesota wins the Big Ten, yeah. How? At this point, if, Min- if Minnesota wins the Big Ten, the Big Ten might not get a team. Unless it's one loss, Ohio State. It's looking more and more likely. The thing that the Pac-12 is doing sneakily well is that they're not losing dumb games. Yeah, the thing with the Pac-12, though, is they've all cannibalized themselves. Oregon, Oregon, if if Oregon wins the Pac-12, they will be number four. It's going to be Oregon, Utah for the Pac-12 championship. They have one loss in week one to Auburn. If like, Let me put it this way. If Auburn wins the Iron Bowl, Oregon is automatically in, provided that they win the conference. Yeah, but then you have Alabama without Tua. No, no, no. It, yeah, like if Auburn wins the Iron yeah, Bowl. Yeah, but... Then but you it just, doesn't Then you matter, can just make though. the argument that Alabama didn't have their quarterback. If Auburn wins the Iron Bowl, Oregon's chances going to the playoff go from 10% to like 60 But if Utah beats Oregon... Then the Pac-12 doesn't get anybody. And Utah goes to the Rose Bowl, and Oregon goes somewhere else. Really? Yep. I think the committee would... Well, actually, I don't doubt the committee's you ability can, to disres- you uh, can disrespect still have, the Pac-12. You can still have three SEC teams. I, don't, I hate that. There are there still... There is For still three. We're not even talking about two. We're talking about the possibility of three. There is still a land in which, here, here's a scenario where we get three SEC schools. Penn State beats Ohio State. Penn State goes to the Big Ten title, then loses to Minnesota. That's all you need to do. Then your one is LSU, your two is Clemson, your three is Georgia, and your four is Bama. No, because the committee will find no. any excuse to send Bama. And you're just going to completely lock they out the will, Big 12 and the Pac-12? Yes, they will send Bama over a one-loss, over an Iowa-loss Big 10 winner, a one-loss Pac-12 winner, and a one-loss Big 12 winner. That is a joke. It is, but they would find they will find any excuse to do it. If they do that, that might be the catalyst that sets off an eight-team playoff. I'd like to see an eight-team playoff. It needs to – well, I think it needs to be eight, but – Let's be truthful, though. Who's the best two teams in the country? LSU and Ohio State. Is there really a debate about that? And now they got Chase Young back. Not that there hasn't been in years past. I'm not saying an eight is a bad idea, but this year is a bad example, I think. No, I think it's a good example of it's really the the two teams at the top are really good, but there are a bunch of other teams that are 
just as deserving to get in when you're in a year where there's only three undefeated teams left and everyone else is nine and one. It makes a great argument. And how really good is Clemson? That's the other question I want answered. They almost lost to North Carolina. Right. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is any good anymore. Like he's having a sophomore slump. I don't think Clemson's that good. You can't you can't leave them out if they're undefeated. Right. Just like that. That's why I was really disappointed with Baylor losing to Oklahoma. That was because such a I sad wanted to game. see what they would do if Baylor went undefeated. Right. I really wanted to see what they would do. Baylor really because if Oklahoma went undefeated, they would be in no questions. But if Baylor went undefeated, I want to see what the committee would do with that. Really bailed the committee out of making a hard decision. Yep. Because coming into last week, it was, who? okay, are you going to take undefeated Minnesota, undefeated Baylor, or Georgia? Or one loss SEC? Which makes the committee look like clowns. And then And then Minnesota lost. and Baylor lose. Yep. It's just... I don't know. This this is going to be weird. The the worst case if you don't like the SEC, I hate you, the SEC. You should be screaming for Ohio State to win this week. Penn State winning is the worst thing that can happen to you. If if you don't like the SEC. But I also don't like Ohio State. If so I'm an, in a I'm in a conundrum. You, if you're an SEC guy, you're waving a white towel rooting for the Nittany Lions to win. Because if Penn State wins, then the Big Ten may not be getting a team. But I hate Ohio State. <laughs> well, would you rather have three SEC teams or Ohio State? Ohio State. Ohio State. Hmm. Urban Meyer's not there anymore, so my hate for them is lessened. It's just they're always they're always there, man. It's always the same four teams over and over. It's it's like a revolving door of the same <coughs> six or seven teams every year, and it's. I'm over it. I'm so over it. Sure how college football is. I know. But yeah, and I'm so over the Niners are being good. They they were good in the 70s, the 80s, <laughs> the 90s. The they had a Super Bowl year in the in the 2000s millennium. I'm so sick of them yeah, darn all, Niners. All we winning. got is 1985. Yeah. All we got is 1985 in a year where we had a dead man for a quarterback and an amazing defense. That's all we got. Like I was still ripping on the Bears. Oh, every week. Oh, every time, dude. I mean, we're name me a city that's tougher to do anything in if you're a, if you're an athlete than Chicago. And don't tell me New York because they're just stupid. Philadelphia. New York fans are just dumb. Philadelphia. Philadelphia fans are violent and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll skip it to Philadelphia because Chicago, no one's going to run on the field and try and kill the guy. I guess, yeah. I guess <laughs> Philly's violence, yeah. The thing about <laughs> Chicago is they just hate everyone. Yep. <laughs> no, not unless they only – well, I don't know. Because, no, this is – because I'm about ready to be done being a Bears fan because I hate the Bears so much and I hate the ownership and I hate the front office and I hate the coach and I hate the quarterback <laughs> and I'm sick of all this crap. And I was thinking, so who should I be a fan of? Should I just be a general NFL fan or should I pick another team? And just I'm walking going, around wearing NFL merch. It just has, like, the shield I'm on. going through <laughs> – well, that's the thing. I hate the NFL. Um, <laughs> when I'm going through the teams and I go, well, I hate every team in the AFC North. No, I hate every team in the AFC East. No, I uh, other than New Orleans, I hate every team in the South. And people are just going to call me a bandwagoner. I hate everybody out west except Seattle. It's like, well, I hate every other team, and I hate the Bears. I just hate everybody. 
Which team do you hate the least? Probably the Saints. There is oh, then, then again, there's Bounty Gate, so I can't know. Oh. Oh, oh, there goes them. Go. <laughs> Seattle? There you go. Probably. I mean, be a Seattle fan. Or in the AFC. Well, no, I don't like anybody in the North because Ben Roethlisberger's on the Steelers, unfortunately, <laughs> for them. Um, I'm not going to root for anybody in the East. They don't have any fans anyway. Um, <laughs> nobody in the what AFC. About the Bills. The Bills are lovable. Nobody in the AFC South. Well, I don't like jumping through tables. There's, oh. nobody, there's nobody in the AFC South that is any good. You're a wrestling fan. How can you not like jumping through tables? Oh, I don't like jumping through tables. Um, <laughs> the AFC West, uh, the only thing is the Chiefs, but then people would just call me a Mahomes man. The Raiders. What? No. Who's a Raiders fan? <laughs> a bunch of old people in Oakland. Fabian, I hope you're listening. In Vegas. Oh, um, I never even talked about the Raiders having a chance to win the West. If they, win, if they win this week, they're tied with the Chiefs. They yeah. already are. Yeah, they're already tied with them. They're down a like half a game. No, oh. they're not. It's 7-4. Look it up. Chiefs are 7-4 and four and what? Raiders are 6-4. and four. Are you sure? I believe so. I think you're lying. Uh, Why are we talking about NFL. Yeah, Chiefs are 7-4, oh. Raiders. Oh, never mind. If they win this week, they're tied. Why anyway, the- college football. Sorry. <laughs> we already did. We already did it. Any, um, Whatever. Give me your, besides Penn State, Ohio State, one team that could get upset in the top ten. Georgia loses to A&M. Yeah. Yeah. Alabama to Western Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Wait, why are they playing Western Carolina? Please make because it. it's Alabama and they schedule podunk no-name. <laughs> I would be surprised if after this year, Alabama scheduled WIU next year. Yeah, that'd be fun. Have them come here, though. Oh, yeah, let's have them lose by 100. Hey, here's 700 grand. Would you like to lose 180 to zero? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, a good idea. Hey, fun fact, Western won a game 98-7 to once. Against who? Back in like 2004 well, against, no, a D, against a D3 school. No, that needs to be, hey, fun fact, Western won a game once. Oh. <laughs> hey, uh, we're not, not in the Western I'm not sports talk, I'm not <laughs> talking about Western right now. Let's talk about some NBA. LeBron's the first. Oh, wow, that is the shortest college segment of all time. Nice. <laughs> we, we, talked. Hey, we didn't talk about Minnesota losing to Iowa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, after that win over, what, Penn State? Yeah, I thought they I were. I called that win, by the way. Okay, so and I thought I. I thought they were gonna just go all the way to the playoffs. Me too. PJ Fleck, come on, I like PJ, PJ Fleck. Flex, uh, it just sucks that former NIU they receiver. lose once, and now oh, really? nice. that they lose once, now they're considered to be at the bottom of the totem. Well, like, I mean, I they're it. still at number ten. Well, they were only number eight before. I mean, no, I know, if, but it's like well, hey, even when they were undefeated, they didn't get any respect. Yep. Like if if Penn State wins this week, that makes Minnesota's loss look better. Yeah. Yeah. How, Because though? they beat the team that beat Ohio State. Okay. But it doesn't make their loss look any better. Well, yeah, it does. I meant, yeah. It makes their loss look better. Or, or it, it makes, yeah, 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 yeah. It makes, it makes the Penn State win stronger. Yeah, yeah but. Didn't Iowa beat Wisconsin, though? Iowa has good wins. Unless they lose to Illinois. Um, uh, uh, Tua, well, Illinois, Illinois could still go to the Rose Bowl. Well, well, remember the other point: Tua Taga overrated to Viola is out. <laughs> yeah, I, all three of Iowa's losses are to top twenty-five ranked teams at the time. They so they lost to or yeah, they lost to Wisconsin. The next Bama quarterback to not do anything in the NFL is hurt. <clears throat> I've heard people say he won't get drafted. Tua, yeah. world's smallest violin. No, he'll get drafted. The, ba- the Bears will draft him in the second round. Is he a junior? 
<laughs> is he a junior uh, right now? Me. No, I think or he's a sophomore senior. or whatever. He's no, he's no. He's got redshirted. He's a senior or a junior. Well, it seems like everyone's talking about like he's going to the draft for sure. Did he already well, say he's going I, to the draft? Well, if you're a top ten pick, aren't you going to the draft as a junior? Well, junior. Is, after this injury, is he I a top he ten might... pick anymore? I don't no, think so. He shouldn't be in the first place because should he's he go an for the draft or should he try to come back next year? Come and... back and come back. Uh, come back next year. Try and be the number one pick and swindle some moron, probably the Bears, into <laughs> taking you number one overall. Because you know the Bengals are taking Joe Burrow number one. Yep, no doubt. And Joe Burrow will actually be good at football. If now here's the question: Joe Burrow is good at football. Is the Cincinnati organization good at? Doing football things? No. So Well, that's true. <laughs> then again, I mean, Arizona's not really good at football. But Kyler's good. I I have as much they're in the my division and I I love Kyler. I think he's a great great quarterback. He's so fast. Everybody's like, "Oh, he's too short." He, Russell Wilson's 5'10". What's well, Kyler like 5'8"? 5 Nine, I think. Yeah. Remember, guys, size doesn't matter. <laughs> we're off. We're off topic. Give me Jalen Hurts. Yeah, dude. If the Bears could somehow get Jalen Hurts, uh, keep talking. <laughs> this is just really funny. <laughs> we're watching videos on Facebook now. I just, uh, I just, I was trying to find something sports, and then I got distracted because somebody found something hilarious. <laughs> But yeah, Jalen Hurts is better than two. I want him. If the Bears could find a way to get Jalen Hurts. Well, their second round pick could be pretty good. Yep. And they have the Raiders one, but the Raiders are doing good now, so that pack Trade fired. up. Trade, trade up. Both no. Move up I am so sick of Ryan Pace <laughs> trading up for bums. You've got to give him credit, though. In the later rounds, he does pretty well. But I'm yeah, saying if in you the want, later rounds. But he just can't hit on those If you picks. want Jalen Hurts, you should trade up. You think he'll go in the first round? Yeah. Leonard Floyd, so. Kevin White, Mitchell Trubisky say otherwise about trading up. Ryan Pace got dunked on in that draft where they drafted Trubisky. They also took yep. Adam Sheen second round. Did yeah. they trade up for him? Because the Niners told the Bears that the Browns were trying to trade yep. up. John Lynch just stuck his arm right up Pace's, you know what. <laughs> and had, just played him like a puppet. George Kittle. Took Adam Shaheen. Yeah, you. Could. Oh yeah, and I for, sorry, I forgot about uh, to add Adam Shaheen to that list of early round his picks most, that are dead. His most notable highlight is dropping an onside or a dropping a kickoff that just ended the game a few weeks ago. But I mean, they've you see who they've gotten in later rounds: Tariq Cohen, Eddie Jackson. Tariq who Cohen gone in the first round, but got hurt. Tariq Cohen just had his first fifty-plus yard scrimmage game of the year last week. His first game of 50 yards. Guess how many of those games he had last year? Ten. Yep. He had ten games of 50-plus scrimmage yards because they actually used him. Okay. We're off topic. Sorry. Again. Sorry. Sorry. Anything <laughs> else about college football? Um, NIU got blown out on Tuesday night, unfortunately. Join the club. We're four. WIU seven. gets blown out every week. Hey, they were only down 10-7.5, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's because, you know. When you give up a 40-minute time of possession, you're going to lose a game. And, yes, cough, that's what cough, that was. Bears. That's what That's <laughs> what that was. Um, does, does anybody want to talk about the NBA? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Carmelo's back. 
the the show no, double zero the show, hold double up. zero the show, has, the show has been an hour and a half of football that's fine well no no i don't want to talk about mellow no let's talk about a real nba player at least lebron no not him either triple not mr. double against every team now not mr taco that is quite the accomplishment taco, taco tuesday yeah <laughs> is that his nickname now taco yes. tuesday he's taco boy now <laughs> or taco man because he's like 50 i know you wanted to talk about this on your show but you didn't get the chance to uh carmelo what do you think <laughs> Oh, I don't think he's – well, yeah, there's a particular reason I didn't can get a chance to talk about it on my show because none of my people showed up. Um, Shade. But, yeah, no, uh, I think Mellow's – so uh, we do a segment on my show called Change My Mind, and basically one of one of the three hosts on my show, myself, Connor McKnight or Fabian Harris, has a particular opinion. We put it on our Facebook page and said, hey, change my mind. Austin Gillentine was the only one that replied. <laughs> you replied earlier in the year. Where you been? Uh. Um, but anyway, the one this week was Fabian thought that Mello was going to average 15 a game, and I thought Fabian needed to get his head checked. So that qualified for change my mind because the concept of change my mind is not some stupid opinion. It's just you need to be like that needs to be something you truly believe in, right? Like. Golden State is now the worst team in basketball and will get a number one pick and they'll get that Wiseman dude out of Memphis and they will be the best team in basketball again. Yeah. Like, something you truly believe in. I Dude, I didn't even think about that, though. They could the, totally tank and then get Curry and Clay back next season and be right back where they were at with yep. Wiseman. Dude, yep. when's the last time the worst three teams in the West were the Trailblazers, Spurs, and Warriors? That's crazy. Well, I didn't know the Blazers were so bad. The Warriors haven't been down there in a while. That's because they have no wings at all. San Antonio hasn't been down there since before David uh, since the year between David Robinson and Tim Duncan when they got Tim Duncan. So God, that's been twenty five years. Because haven't they made the playoffs like the last twenty years or something? Yep. Wow. Until last season. Maybe. I thought they made it last year. It's really open for any team in the West right now. Hey, Luca. He's insane, dude. Luca's a dude. He had a thirty. He had like he played. He had a triple double, a thirty point triple double after like twenty five minutes or something. Yeah, thirty eleven and ten in a in a forty eight point win against Golden State. Well, here's so Dallas beats Golden State last night, one forty two to ninety four. You want to know the reason why Dallas scored one hundred forty two points? They shot fifty seven percent from three. They hit twenty two threes. You're going to win a lot of games when you hit 22 threes, boy. 22 of 38 from three, 18 of 23 from the line, 51 of 89 from the field. Luca, Luca hit six threes, had seven free throws last night. Oh, yeah, and he had 11 assists and 10 boards. Can we talk about the surprise of the, I guess, the, the East right now, the Heat? I mean, they got Jimmy Butler. Yeah, but. Butler's not but, as good as anybody says. That the reason the Heat are such a surprise is because Tyler Hero's baller yeah, that's true. and Bam Adebayo is doing work inside. Because I mean, at the top of the East, it's not really a surprise. Boston, Milwaukee, Toronto, but you have Miami in it. No, the I fourth. think Toronto's a surprise because without Kawhi, Pascal Siakam is proving that he's legitimately and a top Freddy, player. Freddie Van Vliet. Yeah, the and Freddie Van Vliet. I, I got that. I got that. Uh, 
that Homer passion for him because he he came from Rockford. And Freddie Van Fleet is really good. He's not no G League player. Um, I'm from that same dish, uh, area code as him. Shout out. The th- shout out Rockford. The <laughs> thing with Miami is one, they're not nearly as good as Boston, Philly, or I don't I don't Milwaukee. know. Milwaukee. Yeah, I don't know who wins between them and Toronto. Um Milwaukee picked the wrong guy, by the way. What do you mean? They let Brogdon go and kept Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton's good. Should have been the other way. It right now it looks like it should have been the other way around. But with Miami Tyler Hero should probably be starting at two guard, event- and he will eventually, um, unless he's just going to be Sweet Lou. They have Kendrick gotta, Nunn, too. He's been good. you got to do something about your four. Like, they got to do something about the four. Myers Leonard is not going to be reliable. Ooh, Myers Leonard. And y- your, your four <laughs> position is Myers Leonard, Kelly Olenek, and James Johnson. And unless you are moving... Justice Winslow. Is he hurt? Who? Winslow? Yes. Unless you're moving Justice Winslow when you get him back, uh, which he's not a four. If Miami's going to sustain this and be a truly good team, they need to do something about the four. Now, I don't know what power forward you're going to go get because, like, yeah, Myers Leonard fits, but you need something else like... No one's going to trade away their... What Miami... What Miami needs is Serge Ibaka. Where's he at right now? Raptors. I is think. he? Miami needs to call Toronto and go get Ibaka. They're not going to make that trade, especially when it's looking like they're... Yeah, but unfortunately, Pascal, this is the weird thing. So Pascal Siakam happened, and so did Fred Van Fleet, and that's going to present prevent Miami from being any good because now... Toronto won't give up Surge. Right. Because Surge's contract is $24 million, and Miami is going to have to trade some some bigger contracts like James Johnson to go get him. And if Toronto was tanking after losing Kawhi, Toronto would do that. Not when they're competing, and Surge is a very is one of the best role players in the NBA and is very key to that team. The only other thing I can think of is if Minnesota sucks again and they decide they want to blow things up and you can swindle them out of Robert Covington and play small ball for Miami. That's the other thing I can think of because Robert Covington is the best 3 and D man in the league and he's probably the one of the best defenders in the league. So that's my thing with Miami. They're, they're a big surprise, yeah, but it's not going to be sustainable. I don't even know if they're better than Indiana. Do you think they're just playing, like, above? Yeah, they're just playing above their head. Now, if they do something about that four position, like if they can work out a deal and go get Ibaka or Charlotte gets drunk one night and they give up P.J. Washington <laughs> or they can or they, or they they get Fad Young away from Chicago or they – Go to wash. Excuse me. They go to Washington and get Davis Bertans. Um, then you could play him more with Myers Leonard. If they can go get a guy, then then they could. Then you could see them as a threat to make it to the conference finals. Will they win it? No. Oh, I know what you could do. You could go trade for one of the nine power forwards that the Knicks have. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, if you could trade for one of, you could go if you could go make a trade for somebody, go get a legitimate four, other than Myers Leonard. Like if you want him your bench, that's fine. But go get a legit four, maybe a better point guard or at least a backup point guard. 
um, like like Ricky Rubio or Den- like Den- what Dennis Schroeder has done for the Thunder, maybe you can get Dennis Schroeder to do that for Miami. That could be an actually a really good team. Because, and I didn't even think that team would make a higher than like the seventh seed coming into this year because I'm not a believer in Jimmy Butler at all. Really? Yeah. I'm not a bullet. Butler is a great player, but he's he's a locker room cancer completely, and he'll blow up any locker room he's in. Look at all the talent. That T Wolves team should have won championships by now. That then that's the truth. It's also I think a problem with the Timberwolves was um, Thibodeau's coaching style. Don't he, you hate on Tom Thibodeau? He runs his players ragged. Don't you hate on Tom Thibodeau? That's the best coach the Bulls have had since Phil Jackson. Mm. Then mm. again, a tackling dummy could have brought Jordan to a title, but hey. <laughs> uh, who who wins the East? Obviously the Bulls. Hey, Bulls are a game and a half back from the eighth seed. Woo! <laughs> Boston, probably. I'm still, I'm still on the Milwaukee bandwagon. I just don't think they're as good as last season. They'll... Uh, yeah, I think Boston <sighs> is Ben Simmons any good? He mm. made a three. Yeah, didn't he? He make made one? a three last night. Yeah, his first ever. It's the believe the hype. He <laughs> if, can shoot a three. <laughs> if Ben Simmons is actually good, then maybe the Sixers can win. But I think Boston's going to win. Actually, real hot take: Philly needs to trade Ben Simmons. Why? Because he doesn't fit in this edition of the NBA. <coughs> and also he doesn't fit that team. Because you don't have any floor spacing in Philly. And if you could get a point guard that could actually space the floor, then you could do that. Like, if for some dumb reason you could convince Portland for Dame. Which <laughs> would never, never happen. Would. But I'm just never saying, would. like... If you could, or next season, when Wall is back, you can convince the Wizards, I want Bradley, uh, I want John Wall in some other stuff, or I want Bradley Beal. Uh, well, he's not a two-point guard, I guess. But, um, or um, maybe Cleveland. Maybe Cleveland is too many point guards, and you can say, hey, here's here's Ben Simmons and something else, and here we want Colin Sexton in return. If you can do that. Then they'll be a better team, but not with they won't win with Ben Simmons because to work because like if you think about it with Simmons, if you run a pick and roll with him and Embiid, you automatically sag because even though Embiid is a good shooting center, it's still a center and the percentages are still lower. And well, so what are they going to do? So they're going to run a pick and roll or a pick and pop. You have the five stay with Embiid because, and the guard sang. Or actually, no, sorry. You have the five stay with Simmons and the guard just fall around Embiid with the speed of being a point guard because Simmons has to go to the rim. He can't do anything else. Right. You don't have the potential of Simmons stepping back out or going to the corner and dropping back. You have no pick and roll potential there. They And that's just a basic big part of the NBA still. They need a hot flash point guard to do stuff. You know who would be a really good fit in Philly? A d- at least a solid one because he can still shoot a bit. I I know I think I know who you're going to say. CP3. ISO oh. Joe. <laughs> if the money can work, 
The problem with that would be to get the money to work. But if the money can work, CP3 wouldn't be that bad for Philly. Might make them a good team. Doesn't he want out of OKC? Yes. Because they traded for him to just trade him back for more stuff, and then nobody wants $40 million a year. Right. But if Philly gets desperate, they might want it. So, But that's my NBA thing. All right. Let's talk about the NCAA having its proverbial stick still stuck in the mud. Mark Emmerich should go to prison, but, you know. NCAA says James Wiseman has to sit out 12 games, eligible to return January 12th, and has to pay almost twelve grand to a charity of his choice. How does that make Dumb. any sense whatsoever? Do, do we have the who cares in here? <laughs> <laughs> do, do we have the who cares? Because I, I don't give a crap if Penny Hardaway gave him his mom money in 2017. Who cares? Literally. Like and so now... in high school. And can we load... You before ma- he was being recruited, by the way, can we load Mark Emmerich into a cannon and shoot him into You made a country, great point please? to me yesterday when we were talking before the Bradley game. So they're punishing him for Hardaway giving money to his mom. By and making then, him And then making him play. pay to play. Yep. What I is mean, that? This, who, what college kid has $12,000? I mean, he, he might from, I don't know. You is know, Hardaway going to give him the $12,000? <laughs> like, what happens if that act? Like, where is he going to get this? He won't be able to pay it till he's in the league. If, right. If that's the case. And then he's missing half of the his. NC, the NCAA is a joke. He's missing Who thought over this was half a good of punishment? The NCAA needs to be yeah. disbanded. Must pay $11,500 to a charity of his choice? If, what is that? If the NCAA doesn't get disbanded, they need their like their punishment system. They need to fire everybody and drop new rules because the NCAA is just – the NCAA is the biggest joke in America, and we have Donald Trump in the White House. Whoa. The, the NCAA is America's biggest joke. And Mark Emmerich may be America's biggest crook. The president of the NCAA. The only good thing they've done is try to make this move to letting student-athletes Make money out their likeness. Fun fact, that's a smokescreen. Really? Yeah, apparently if people have read the fine print of it, and it's unfortunately, it's actually not as... It, like you have I, to like I just a, want NCAA football Yeah, You have back. to like approve it or something. I just want NCAA football back. That's probably the only thing we'll get out of it. Like, well, apparently that's not... That's far off, too, because they yeah. just did it for a PR stunt. If you... Unfortunately, it seems like... If the the people that have gone and done their due diligence and have like read the fine print, it's actually not true. Like it's like really conditional, uh-huh. so it's like actually going to be pretty hard to do. Um, which is unfortunate because if you're making fifty million dollars off of somebody, you should pay them something. Uh, Literally, that's called slave labor. If not, I'm just saying. And no people, <coughs> especially in basketball, no, you are not paying them in an education because no, there is no one-year degree unless you take, like, 30 hours at the community college. Right. So anyone, he, basically, he has to miss half over half of his right. maybe one year. If he, right. But Memphis won't care. And the, and the NBA won't care. You know, Nerlens Noel got drafted number one, and he was hurt most of the year. Joel Embiid got drafted number one, and he was hurt forever. Ben as long Simmons as, was hurt, too. Yep, and as long as uh, – did Markel got hurt, didn't he? I think so. For at least a little bit while yeah, Markel was bad. Yeah. Um, and then Anthony Bennett happened. But um, <laughs> but as long as they see talent in James Weissman, he'll be a millionaire before he's 22 anyway. Yeah. Anyone want to talk some WIU sports? Who? 
Oh, yeah. Hey, they almost beat NIU in basketball last night. Uh, Which is cool. That was a good game. The women are a joke. Got or blown last out. night. They Got shot 20%. That was bad. And then the they only had about 20 points in the third, like half, like at the start of the third. And then the coach threw a temper tantrum and didn't light in cameras. No yeah, press I heard about that. So that's nice. Well, apparently he was laid back in his office. He was chill, but yeah, he was. Well, I heard that he was mad in his office and oh, didn't let in the cameras because he was mad. Yep. Yep. Rip. Yeah, you can tell when I'm talking about this behind the scenes stuff that I just don't care anymore. And I'm ready to graduate. Yeah. And I'm just done with all this I crap. I think that's a joke, though. Like, Oh, yeah, it is. Absolutely. Um, But, yeah, the women's team got killed by Bradley. And they shot, like, 20%. And they played probably the worst they've ever played. I'm actually kind of glad I didn't watch that. They shot a lot of threes that did not go in. A lot of air balls. They probably of... airballed more threes than they made threes. And Northern and men's basketball played Northern. Played them very competitively. And they were within – they never got, like – NIU's lead never grew to, like, yeah, more it was always nine. Yeah, it was a two-possession game almost the entire time. And Billy way. Wright said that after the game. He was like, you know, there was a point where it was, like, a 10-point, 9-point game. It could have swelled to 15-20, but they'd, they stayed in it the whole game because it was tied as late as, like, four minutes left. Right. Football wrapping up the year <laughs> against Northern Iowa. So we get to watch a football team lose 42-10. to 10 and Isn't Northern Iowa, like – 25th or 10th or something. No, or Northern Iowa was like 8th. Oh. Um, the season, couldn't, the season couldn't have ended soon enough. So let me ask you this question. When you guys sit back down in here and I sit back down later this afternoon on the college football show at 4, um, <laughs> after we come back from Thanksgiving and we go into dead week, does Jared Elliott have his job? Yeah. I yeah. say yes. They can't yeah. afford to buy out his contract. How much is it? I don't know. But that's public knowledge. Either, either yep, way, let me go find either it. way, they they can't afford to buy out the last year. Of his they can't afford to do anything. <laughs> I think it's like three hundred or something like. What? Sixty thousand. Oh, that's as an assistant. I was oh. like, oh my god, <laughs> what? Sixty thousand dollars? No, never mind. That that was uh, when he was an assistant last year. Let me look in the budget. What's the number? What's the number? Give us the number. It's not really $60,000, is it? Uh Oh, no, no, no. That was FY 2018. Okay. Uh, 170,000. They, they were playing Charlie Fisher 100 grand. No wonder he quit. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um yeah, uh 170 grand for Jer- the Jared Elliott contract. Ugh. Yeah, Fisher took Fisher went to the wide receivers coach at Arizona State and now makes, he's working make, with Herm. He Herm makes Edwards. like 600. Wow. Or working with Herm Edwards. Wait, yeah. Yeah, it's 300 because he made 100 grand at Western to be the head coach, then he went to be the wide receivers coach, he makes 300 grand. Wow. So, yeah, 170 170 for Elliott and his contract is up what next year? Yeah, he's That really I tells you what. He's in year they're just, they're just going to let him run it out. Yeah. And that team last year should have been a playoff team. Yep. That's what scared me about that. That's what scared me about him. When they didn't make the playoffs last year. They had so many good players they had, last year. They had the, probably because the second can, most talent in a long you time. You can tell the talent disparity between yep. last year and this year. Yeah. And you couldn't make the playoffs, and I went, oh, oh, wait. We couldn't make the playoffs this year. You had your best year. quarterback in program history. Oh, God, what's going to happen next year? You oh, boy. 
a very good running back that went to Steelers minicamp. And then the, oh, God, my, oh, God, what's going to happen came true, unfortunately, this year, where they're horrible. Yep. But what can you do? What can you do? Get rid of the coach and recruit somebody? We're not North Dakota State. We can't recruit like that. Well, the college can't recruit like that, so, you know, yeah. why, why would the football team? Well, that's... They're, they're getting decent basketball recruits, Let's. I guess. Well, they can't coach them. No. Let's talk <laughs> the men. The men. I'm depressed, so let's talk some quick picks. Quick picks. Oh, you're depressed. So. <laughs> Look at you, little Niners fan, being all depressed over Nine there. and one. Oh, oh no. no. Let's talk more about WIU. Nine and one. So last week, Aww. last week we both went three and two on our picks. Um, I got Browns, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma right, and you got Notre Dame, Georgia, and oh, Mavericks. I, I have to admit some shame. On a college football show, I, that college football show at four, I said Navy would beat Notre Dame. Ooh. Uh, they got blown That's out. a bad, yeah. <laughs> we do upset picks, and <laughs> that was not the best one. That was a bad pick. Yeah. But, yeah, right I, now. I got a bad one for this week. Right now. You are up to nineteen and twenty-one on your picks. Almost five hundred, baby. Let's at, go. I'm at twenty-three and seventeen. You're falling. I know. I was doing so good. I was like sixteen and nine at one yeah. point. And now I'm getting to five hundred. But we'll see if you can beat. You, we'll see if you can top our uh, guest picker standings. Currently, the leader's at four and one. Oh, yeah. That's we'll the best we, performance we'll we've see had. We'll see if you can get a five and zero. Oh. So. <laughs> So our first game, Colts <laughs> at Texans tonight, Thursday night football. What you guys got? Texans. Give me Houston at home. Give me the Colts. Deshaun Watson. Why? Well, they've already beat him once point. this he season. He has a point. The Colts are 3-0 in the division this year. Uh-huh. And they've already beat him once. It's the AFC South. Texans. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen. Give I'm me gonna, the Colts. I'm going to take the Texans. Then again, it is Thursday night football. And so it'll be a crappy game, too. <laughs> Get rid of Thursday night football. Literally, it should Thank be illegal. You, Thursday please. night football should be illegal. Yep. NBA tomorrow night. Rockets at Clippers. 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 Kawhi and PG are playing together. Don't now. see how you score against that team. Don't forget Pat Bev and Montrezl Harrell. Don't see how you score with all them together. I'm gonna take the Clippers too. It's a three-way tie. So yeah. Uh, well, I'll it's get a sweep. It. Clippers we're, sweep. We're either right or we're all wrong. So. Yep. <laughs> College football. Penn State and Ohio State. Buckeyes. I I have to take Ohio State on this you one. You said something different yesterday. Huh? You said give me the <laughs> Nittany Lions in our pre-production meeting. Yeah, but now it's at Ohio State and Justin Fields is good at football. Give me give me Penn State. Nah. <laughs> give me That's the just Nittany digging Lions. Yourself into a I hole. know. I'm just <laughs> digging my way up. This next one's going to put me even deeper in there. What do we got? You, what no. do we got? Wait, what? What do we got? Illinois at Iowa. I'm taking Illinois. Yeah, I'm Give taking me the Illinois. upset. Give me Illinois. <laughs> Dion is leaving the room. He's walking out. <laughs> what is wrong with you two? Oh my God. All right. Lovey so, uh, Smith. Give me the Hawkeyes. Uh, okay, then. Dion is probably going to have an easy win on that. Apparently, yeah. you guys like Santa Claus. All right, well. <laughs> Give me the Illini. <laughs> oh, that was um, that was unexpected. <laughs> I didn't know Jeez. you were gonna pick them. That was gonna oh, be yeah. like my bold pick. <laughs> and it's gonna be your stupid pick. <laughs> Jeez. And then I didn't know both of you got hit by Miles Garrett. <laughs> oh. 
Sunday afternoon, uh. Cowboys at Patriots. Uh, just give me the Patriots. Patriots. Don't say it. Should I do it? No, don't. No. Do it. <laughs> Are you insane? <laughs> Sunday night at Gillette Stadium. Sunday afternoon. It's gonna. Oh, it's not Sunday night. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah, I'm gonna take the Patriots. Okay, okay, oh, thank God. God. I, I, I just have this slight feeling the Cowboys are gonna win. But I'll take if the you Patriots. had picked the Cowboys, I was gonna call a doctor and get you in concussion <laughs> protocol. Yeah, that'd be two straight crazy picks. <laughs> All right, now it's time for games of the week. Games of the week. <laughs> First, our fan game of the week, as voted by the Facebook fans. It was a resounding complete runaway well because there's no one else there's nothing else this week (laughs) the packers at the niners sunday night two of the best teams in the nfc it's gonna be a good one are you scared do you look scared i was scared don't be scared they'll win don't worry and when they don't well you're still not into well then you know what go cry in your little (laughs) nine and two hidey hole if they they lose and the seahawks win then seahawks are top of the division yeah i know Oh man! Oh no! You might only make the wild card game. <laughs> you, dude, you might oh, actually no. want the wild card because then you're you're a great team playing some wild card team. Yeah, but do you want to go on a road? You'd probably play. They'd be at. You'd home. probably play the Cowboys. Oh no, they wouldn't be. Yeah, but you want to. You want your path to the Super Bowl to be yeah. the least amount of games as possible. You well, want of the, course. You want the home field. You don't want. Oh well, if we lose, we'll still make the wild card. I don't want to play that. Like. Come on now. Well, I don't want the Bears to play anymore, but I still have to watch that. Well, actually, no, I don't because I haven't watched it. I didn't watch a second. Of, did you watch any of Sunday Night Football? Yeah. Because I didn't I watch a work, second. I came home saying, all right, let's beat the Rams. I and did. Then, I watched zero and then seconds. I watched the second half, and I was like three and out. So everyone's Chicago three and out. I was here. finally proud of myself because I said I was done with the Bears, and I'm finally done with the hey, Bears. Hey, they're going to run the table. <laughs> So run what table? The dinner table? <laughs> the one that the Buffalo Bills already jumped through. <laughs> <laughs> y'all y'all are both taking the, the Niners for this game? Yes. Even though it doesn't count for quick picks, I'll take the Niners. Green Bay is not that good. All right. I just want to see the Packers lose. And I'll take the Packers. Why? <laughs> you you always you always pick against the Niners. It's okay though. Us us fans are self-deprecating to our teams because we see our own weaknesses but not the others because we know our teams more intimately. Right. So I take the Packers. Dropping some knowledge. <laughs> well, that's I know that that's how it is. Like, you're always going to be more critical of your own team. Uh-huh. Even when we're 9-1 or whatever. Like, <laughs> like hey, I wish we were 9-1. Yeah, I bet we you We weren't do. even 9-1 last year. <laughs> clubbed up, clubbed up. All right, Andrew, what's your game of the week? My game of the week. It was going to be Packers Niners, but I I went ahead and switched it to Colts Colts Texans. Oh, we already talked about that one, but I think it's it's got the AFC huge, South huge is just, implications. Yeah, because if the Colts win, that's they have the whole tiebreaker of the Texans. They have the whole tiebreaker on the division. Yeah. Oh, I have another hilarious thing about. I need to tell you. Oh no. Okay, so it's there about was about the Bears. Yes, there was some idiot. <laughs> that that called into a radio station that I was listening to and said, Club Dub made the Bears worse because they were drinking well, in Club Dub and it's scientifically proven that alcohol kills brain cells. So Club Dub killed brain cells and made the Bears worse. <laughs> well, I think they just lost some of the key players that were 
That, well, no, that, I that know, but there was there's like, a guy. Josh that, Bellamy was the ultimate hype master last season. Somebody actually called it That's, and said the Bears drinking made them lose football games, <laughs> which was hilarious. No, I just think them losing football games makes people drink. Maybe that's what they're Well, doing. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry for getting off. No, no, no. You're good. What do you Everything got, just though? relates to the Oh, base. we already talked about this one. We already talked about this one. You're right. Come I, on. I just, it's your show. Here, I'll talk Come about on. why it's my game of the week. Oh, my. Because <laughs> the AFC South, it it pretty much determines who's going to win the division. Yeah. Well, not really, but... <laughs> well, not really. If the Colts win, they have the tiebreaker. For this week, it determines oh, yeah. who, who's winning the AFC I, South. Yeah. I mean, the Jaguars are only two games out. Right, and the Titans are still in there. Yeah. My no game of the week really is, we already talked about this one, Penn State at Ohio State. I like Penn State. I think. Are you okay? Do you yeah. like little boys, too? <coughs> it's been like eight years. Don't care. When you um, rape systemically for 30 years, you should never play football again. It wasn't even the organization. It was that coach. It was cover-up, though. It's true. Tarnished a legacy. Big yikes. Um, I just want Ohio State to not make the playoffs, so go Penn State. And you want three SEC teams no, to make no, it? No, I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> that the, the committee will actually have a brain and pick correctly. But Well, then Minnesota will be moving up. Nope. And That's then, not going to happen, bud. Sorry. Rip. <laughs> All right, we got like four minutes. Dion, what's your game of the week? My game of the week is something that's going to be next Wednesday. Uh, Close it, enough. It would be 7 p.m. on the 27th as everybody's getting ready for Turkey Day. There's a really important NBA game on because it's Heat at Rockets 9-3 and three at 11-3, and three, and we know what Houston is. We know they're probably the second or third best team in the league, but the, uh, in the West anyway. But this is an important game for Miami because if Miami wins this game, I'll start to believe. I'll, you, I'll, I'll give, I'll start giving Miami credit, and also I think if they win this game, this might lead to them going after a good power forward because then they go, oh, we just, well, hey, wait a minute, now we're ten and three, we just beat the Rockets on the road. This well, game's they, in here. They, 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 they play game, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, they play yeah. games in between too. So. But like, they, they will have just beat a really good Houston team. They're on the road in Houston, and. That might slightly change their thinking from let's just stand pat and see where it goes to we are legit contenders. If like beat Houston, beat Boston, like a couple of games against top three teams, and they might start making trades to capitalize because they might start thinking that they are a legit team. Are they? I don't know. But this Houston game, I don't know what their record to be. You're right. I don't know what their record's going to be when they get there. But unless they like lose out uh, unless they lose every game the next week this Houston game will be a tell on whether this Miami thing is is serious or not I agree give me the heat oh actually pick of the game I think the Rockets will win because I don't think Miami's for real but I'm ready to be proven wrong got a pick for this game Oh, I'm going to take the Rockets. Because, you know what? The James Harden and Russell Wilson thing is actually kind of working, which I'm really surprised Russell Wilson. Or Russell Wilson. I didn't know Russell Wilson. <laughs> the Westbrook Harden thing is actually kind of working, which I'm pretty surprised at, honestly. Why? I, I thought that, it was a great move. I got move. that chemistry from OKC. Yeah. Because you've got two dudes that need, like, 30 shots a game, and there's not enough shots to do that. 
while you can while you're still wanting to it is seven seconds but even while you're still wanting to spread the floor and get other dude shots and eventually let Clint Capella do something inside offside outside of offensive rebounds oh yeah and Eric Gordon exists and you gotta rest Westbrook and Harden at some point but I think they've done I think they've done a, a, a really good job so far well that's really all the time we got for today any anything else anyone wants to add in this last minute and a half or so nope i'm uh, i'm good oh uh well i guess i'll do i'll ju- i guess i'll be some kind of polite um thank you very much for having me on guys oh thanks for coming on you brought a lot of energy yeah, be, the being, debate uh, you brought being you fun made austin get I- crazy on the air <laughs> <laughs> uh have a have a swear free last show fellas oh yeah if we have a last show <laughs> <laughs> if we have a last show, i may take over this slot <laughs> maybe but uh You've been listening to a and at 8 on 88.3 The Dog. Everyone have a good morning. Have a good Thanksgiving break. I hope your turkey is wonderful. I hope your green bean casserole is crunchy, and I hope your... Don't forget the stuffing. Oh, yeah. Hope your, hope your stuffing is covered in gravy. Have a, have a great break. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you don't put gravy on your stuffing? Oh, no. We sparked a Thanksgiving debate. Oh, no. <laughs> We don't have time for this. Well, I don't like gravy, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all for listening. Have a great Thanksgiving break. You've been listening to ANA Day on 88.3 The Dog.